Welcome to She Lives and Loves, a podcast for women who are ready to fall head over heels in love with themselves and life. I'm Karen Monaco. I'm a conscious life creatrix, self-love guide, and poet. Before we begin today, I want to take a moment just to say a big thank you to the podcast supporters. Those of you who are supporting my work through a monthly donation, sharing your favorite episodes on social media with your family and your friends, those of you who have reached out with messages of love and gratitude, I want to take a moment just to really let you know I am so appreciative of you and your presence here in the She Lives and Loves community. Today, we are moving into episode five, and in this episode, I'm talking about the energetics of winter. We are approaching Samhain, which is on November 1st, and this is the date or the holiday that marks the transition from autumn to winter. I'll be hosting a seasonal circle for women who want to honor this transition, and you can learn more about that by staying to the end of today's episode or using the link in the show notes. Now, it is pretty easy to know when the season of winter is approaching. Obviously, it takes place the same time each year, but if we had no calendar, we would still know winter was coming. The air begins to turn colder. The leaves change color and fall back to the earth. Stores begin to decorate and market the holiday season. Gatherings start to take place indoors. The aromas of cinnamon, pine, and hot cocoa fill the air alongside the sound of crackling fires, leaves crunching beneath our feet, and the silence that comes from snowfall. Now, even though we are approaching the season of winter here in the Northern Hemisphere, this podcast is helpful for you even if you're experiencing an energetic winter. The signs of an energetic winter may slip past us. We aren't taught how to honor the signs that we receive from our bodies, spirits, and emotions that really signal to us winter is here. We live in a world that celebrates hustle and achievement and then shames rest and nourishment. Unfortunately, that's why so many people are burnt out, exhausted, and unhappy. I'm sure you can think of a time in life when you were feeling the urge to slow down and embrace solitude. You may have had periods where it felt very quiet, where perhaps it felt like you were hitting reset or recovering from certain endings. Perhaps You didn't feel like you were able to get things done at a certain point in time, or maybe even that there was nothing to get done. You could recall 2020 when the world was forced into a global winter season. But other life events that sometimes cause an internal winter are the passing of a loved one, the end of a relationship, the loss of a job, illness, maybe even relocation, and sometimes winter comes with no event, no warning, just a knowing that it's there. And something I want to presence, this list of of internal winters and what catalyzes them, it's not exhaustive. 
There are no rules. It can be catalyzed by almost anything, but it does traditionally seem to follow an ending of sorts. Regardless of if you find yourself in a seasonal or energetic winter, I'm going to offer you some inspiration in how to prepare today. But first, let's chat a little bit about what it is that winter asks of us. Winter is the season to go within. It's connected to the dark and new moon, which are traditionally times of heightened awareness and intuition. And winter is no different. Can you get quiet and truly listen to the whispers of the heart? Or maybe even the heart's silence this season. In listening to this inner wisdom, we begin to open up the path forward. We don't stay in winter forever, though I know at times I have gone through some that it felt like they were eternal. Winter is an invitation, though, to go within and explore our unique path. In the quiet, still moments, if you're brave enough to lean into them, you'll hear new ideas receive potential projects, and so much more. You may even find in the stillness of winter that anything that you brought with you that maybe you tried to hold on to as you made that transition into winter from autumn and it's not aligned, you'll be able to release here. Winter is notably the season of rest or as many animals demonstrate and model for us, hibernation. In this part of life, we not only are called to sleep more, but just engage in anything that's deeply nourishing to our mind, body, and soul. We may find that slowing down is a bit of a process, especially when the world is always urging us to keep up and keep going and never take a moment. In many ways, winter And honoring this season is an initiation back into the feminine way of cyclical living. And really, all of this can be pulled together in simply stating that in winter, we're called to let the inner crone rise. The crone is the aspect of ourselves that holds sacred wisdom. She's been around the block and she has answers. When working with this aspect, we see how we already have everything we need. The crone doesn't let what people think of her get in the way. When resting, if someone were to call the crone lazy, she would laugh it off and then get back to, well, doing absolutely nothing. Now, part of conscious life creation and self-love for me Designing a life that I cherish and one that's aligned has come through honoring the seasons of life. Winter has always been an especially powerful season for me. Once I learned that the barrenness, the emptiness, the silence serves an incredible purpose, the discomfort dissipated, and I was able to lean in and experience the season's gifts. Over time, I've learned ways to prepare for the season and just again presencing that there are some winters that blow in fast, furious, and without warning. And if you should find yourself in that space, give yourself a whole lot of grace to just get grounded 
and follow your heart. As with all She Lives and Loves episodes, I share suggestions that I hope to inspire you with. You can follow them to a T or you can let them lead you into something unique and special to you. When working with the seasons, I pull inspiration from nature. Just like the leaves fall and leave trees bare, I clean up my to-do list, I let things fall off my calendar, and I wipe my altar clean. I leave a lot of space in my days during winter because I tend to move slower and I tend to truly rest more. A packed list of 111 things to get done isn't conducive to being able to lean into my heart's wisdom. A calendar of events and gatherings makes me feel rushed and pressured and ungrounded, which is the opposite of how I want to feel this season. I do take time to clean and clear my altar as a symbol and an offering of my readiness to receive the blessings of the season. And then as I journey through and things resonate or ideas begin to take form, I might add a symbol or trinket, but for the most part, I breathe into the void and devote myself to the emptiness. I stock up just as animals do um, when in preparation for hibernation, but I don't focus so much on food. I explore books that I want to read, treats that I want to bake. I stock up on tea, like so much tea. Even in today's episode, I am sipping on vanilla bean macaroon, and it is so divine. But um, I also make a little list of movies that I want to watch or shows that I've been meaning to get to and really consider what pastimes encourage me to relax. Now, I find that if I do this preparation and I set aside projects or have those ideas ready to go, it makes slowing down and going within so much easier. It alleviates the frustration or even struggle of being in winter at all. And if you want to peek at my personal winter hibernation list, I do have a Pinterest board and I'll link to that down in the show notes. Okay. But this hibernation or this stocking up, it goes hand in hand with this next one. I see winter as a season for creating, just not in the traditional sense. At the time of recording, you know, I've already started making my candles for the season. I tend to get a new journal to doodle in. I make some nourishing meals to have on hand in the freezer in advance. Um, but I also just love spending whole days in the kitchen during winter making soups and like I could just get lost in the kitchen. But when it comes to creating in winter, it's less, um, the intention is different. I'm not creating for other people. I'm creating for my own heart. And the sky is always the limit when you do it that way. You might consider creating a new cozy corner in your home, or maybe you'll knit a new blanket. Or, you know, if you aren't crafty, I, I totally get it. Um, maybe just go out and purchase some new candles and a new blanket or whatever it is you need. For me, you know, I do spend a bit of time really creating within my home, lots of spots and corners and evaluating my systems to make them cozy and generate a sense of warmth. And I take such delight in this. 
What's so beautiful about this idea of preparing for winter is that it allows for you to ease into it with a sense of contentment and maybe even excitement. I know that I get very excited when I know winter is around the corner, but it is my favorite season. So I hope that these ideas spark something for you. I highly encourage you to follow your intuition and your interests. Some inquiries that you can start to consider about how you want to prepare and sink into the season are, how do you want to feel this winter? And then backing it up with how you can intentionally create that feeling. So I'm not sure, but the the desired feeling that I'm going into the season with is cozy. Um, you know, but it can any feeling is is welcome and valid. Once you know the feeling, you can start to dream up ways to invite it in. So in dreaming with this word cozy in mind, I know that this winter is one where I'll be turning up the presence of the candles, the Sherpa blankets, and the fuzzy sock vibe in my home. And sitting here, I'm also kind of thinking about projects that I can create while hanging on the couch, sipping tea, maybe watching It's a Wonderful Life, and what is coming through in my third eye is maybe trying needlepoint, which I've never done before. So another question to contemplate What feels nourishing to your soul and helps you slow down? A lot of my practices shift in the winter. I move from a fast-paced vinyasa to a yin or restorative style yoga. My walks get slower and almost take on this energy of exploration. It's less about getting my steps in and, and sweating and more just about being there. I swap out the simple salads of summer for heartwarming soups and some roasted veggies. And then rather than whipping up a batch of cookies from a recipe that I know by heart, I try something new so that I have, um, I have to be more present with the steps and the ingredients. And then naps. I'm known to be a napper year round, but I do find that my naps become just a little bit more decadent in the winter season. And that question of nourishment and slowing down ties into this next one, which is how can you rest more? There are a lot of things that I step away from as we transition into the season. I'll be hitting pause on a couple of courses I'm taking and also on a few offers that I'm writing. Um, I'll probably not be out and socializing as much. I tend to repurpose content in my business when I'm in a winter and of course, I'll be making a dent in the stack of books that I've gathered. So I look for, for ways to take things off of my to-do list even more. I look for ways to simplify the process of what I'm already doing. And then I just allow myself that blessing of stop, pause, be. And then finally, what can you empty and hold as a symbol of your willingness to experience the season's barrenness. So I shared about the altar, but you could clean out an old box or an empty, um, an empty flower pot. You know, get creative here. Play with what what feels right for your soul. I'll be packing away my altar so that I can really embrace the season. And part of my practice is showing up and sitting in front of that empty space in true devotion, being present, 
and becoming receptive to what the next chapter holds for me. And, you know, one final suggestion or offering on November 1st, I'm holding a seasonal sister circle to mark the transition into winter. This circle will be taking place on Samhain when the veil is its thinnest. And as we come together, we're going to connect with our higher guidance and our heart's wisdom to bring through messages of self-love for the upcoming season. I'll be leading you through a meditation, a channeled letter practice, and we'll be concluding it with some space holding where we get to share with one another. If you're curious about the circle and you're hearing the call, you can get all of the details at www.karenmonaco.com. And I also have a link for easy access in the show notes. I hope that today's episode was supportive of your path. Once again, I'm Karen Monaco. I'll see you next week where I'm going to be talking about the word joy and how we can create more of it in our life. I can't wait to see you then. Bye.